Stop! What was that weird music? Oh. Oh, it's the theme music. For the alternative stories and fake realities. So this is the actual podcast then? Alright. Um, hang on then. <clears throat> Hello. My name's Rachel Lightfoot. And this is my lockdown diary and poetry special coming to you from lovely Sheffield in the county of South Yorkshire. Was was that okay? Quite smooth, I thought. What's that? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You're listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. I guess I always thought that I'd lock myself in my house under a very few limited apocalyptic circumstances, such as being worried that I might be turned into a zombie or eaten by marauding herds of dinosaurs brought back in a failed kind of Jurassic Park attempt. I certainly didn't imagine that we'd have Netflix and internet and Skype and YouTube, but as we do... I decided to record a diary of these weird days and share it with my friends. Someone important, it says here, at Alternative Stories, asked me if I'd mind doing a podcast version of my diary. I also decided to drop a few poems in as well, so that I appear vaguely cultural, darling. So, here it is. Day one of lockdown. So, we're less than 24 hours into enforced lockdown now. And I'm not going to lie to you. I have thought about how long it will be before I eat the cat. Day two of lockdown. I've created a list of goals because I think it's important to focus on all of the things I want to achieve once this lockdown is over with. Here's my list of goals. Number one, have sex with the singer-songwriter Hosier. Number two, fly to space. Number three, appear on the Graham Norton show. Number four, make the singer-songwriter Hosier my personal love slave. The key is to make the goals realistic, achievable, and within the confines of the law. Day three of lockdown. Um... I've started panic eating now, but how many biscuits can can one person consume without it being declared a medical emergency? Staying at home has certainly been a challenge. Um, I'm here on my own. I'm completely isolated. So I've had to sort of look to social media a little bit to get that daily interaction with people, Um, which is why I kind of started up the comedy vlog, because at least filming some silly videos every day is kind of giving me um, a purpose, a very rubbish purpose, but a purpose. 
I didn't actually start self-isolating with symptoms. Um, I just started with a tiny little bit of a cough and I made a joke on Facebook about, you know, I've got a cough now, so shall I just hang myself from the roof or... <laughs> um, but no, luckily I've been safe and well um, and I began self-isolating when obviously the government legislation came out. Um, um, so yeah, I just, just would encourage everybody to stay home and stay safe and do their part for themselves and their fellow man. So, as I said, the sort of isolation vlog has just been a bit of um, a bit of a thing to keep myself occupied, but also to just put out there for others, to try and keep others in good spirits. Um, I know it's not the best thing having to stay at home and isolate from people, but at the end of the day, you know, we're not frontline workers who are doing an absolute phenomenal job. We're just being asked to stay at home and sit on the couch and it's incredible how difficult that seems so the comedy vlog has kind of just been a little way to take the piss out of myself take the piss out of everybody else and just kind of keep everybody laughing so the first episode's called snow white of the apocalypse um and that's just me musing on the fact that we are now in isolation um looking at job prospects and poking fun at various other things um, day two is focused all around questions so all of the questions that we all have about coronavirus which we all know that some of them are really stupid questions and some of them are really valid questions um, day three is all about trying to find activities to do in lockdown um, day four is all about being bored in lockdown etc etc so each episode's kind of got a little bit of a theme um, the videos are only well they're less than two minutes long each video but I just hope that um, they just kind of give people a laugh and like I said it kind of makes people laugh at themselves as well as me This poem is called Too Much Girl. Too much to handle, too much to contain, too much of a muchness. Too selfish and vain, too emotionally volatile, too needy and too sick, too many dreams for one person, your too much is too big. Too much of a woman, too much of a girl, too far from reality, too extensive to firm. Be small, they insist, but listen to me too much girl, listen to this, the things they don't tell you. I'll deliver with a kiss upon your forehead as you cling to the bed with tears on your pillow and fog in your head. Keep your eyes gazing skyward, lift your feet from the ground. To reach dizzying heights, you must place your head in the clouds. Keep climbing your Everest, let your passion soar. 
No mountains were conquered with feet on the floor. Pay no heed to their judgments or the life they want you to live. And go follow your dreams, remaining forever big. Leave behind the monotony, the drawl of the everyday, because you know the ordinary is simply not your way. Embrace your too muchness, be too much, much more. And when they question your bigness, show them the door. Day four of lockdown. Oh, Boris Johnson has it. Well, someone didn't listen to their own advice, did they? Should have only gone out for essentials, Boris. Day five of lockdown. I'm making a list of things I'm really grateful for during this lockdown, as I feel it's important to focus on the positives. So, for example, one thing I'm really grateful for is the fact that I can now have rum for breakfast. Day six of lockdown. Um, I seem to be basing my days purely around food. Wake up, food. After breakfast, food. 11am, <laughs> food. Time is irrelevant. Time is now, food. When I'm not eating food or cooking food, I'm thinking about what food I can eat or cook next. Day seven, I think, today. Um, insanity's crept in a little bit. <laughs> going to be honest with you and this is really bad isn't it i haven't written a single poem since i've been in isolation (laughs) i've just not i've just like lost all inspiration i should be writing thousands of poems about the coronavirus but it's just it's just not happening um i think probably the video vlog has taken up a lot of my time so it has been difficult to sort of focus on other things um and i do fully intend on writing some more poetry the response to the video diaries actually been really good it's really surprised me because like i said it was kind of just me in my bedroom messing around and um and people seem to have really loved it so i originally just shared it on facebook to my facebook friends and they all absolutely went mental for it um, and wanted to see more videos so then it became a regular thing and then i thought well i might as well put it out on my other platforms so it's actually available to view on instagram um i've actually set up a youtube channel as well so it's available on youtube um, and i've been sharing the videos on twitter as well um my poetry uh it's really it's always really hard to describe your own work isn't it but i'd like to think that my poems are kind of got a little bit of a dark sense of humor um my poems focus on everything from mental health to gender issues little bit of politics in there but not too much um and i'd like to think that the overall tone of them is optimistic uh but they have got that dark sense of humor to them as well um so yeah 
a bit of a, a strange one to describe, I guess. I was inspired to start writing poetry after sort of suffering with my first bout of mental health issues. I suffered a, a big depression in um, late 2018, and that's when I began writing the poems that have been published. Um, I have got a background in poetry. My actual degree is in film and literature, and we did a, a poetry module at university. So it's always kind of been in my blood. Um, but I didn't start properly writing poems again, like from being 18 to sort of being 32, I think I was, when I started writing again. So it's been a big gap, but it was the mental health issues that sort of inspired me to start writing. And I started writing as a little bit of a therapy for myself, really. I didn't expect the poems to be picked up um, and let alone published. I just did not expect that at all. Um, so I think I think it's just important. I think it's important to have a voice and it's important to give a voice to other people. I think it's important to talk about topics that that are considered, I don't know, not necessarily taboo, but it's important to sort of bring into the light subjects that people tend to sweep under the carpet. Um, and I'm quite honest in my poems, quite raw. Um, but again, kind of try and keep that little bit of that sense of optimism and that sense of humour alive because I think ultimately we all need that. My second poem is called The Fanatic. He stands on the stage, bathed in white light. Matted dark hair curls around bright, intense eyes. Stood like a god in his almighty temple. A multitude of followers gather to worship at his feet. Fervent fingers caress the guitar over his shoulder. And a peppering of his sweat rains down on the auditorium. In a hot delivery of every magnetic beat. Thousands of thirsty eyes peer from the darkness and hungry ears anticipate the taste of something sweet when suddenly a stubbled jaw plants a wet kiss on the microphone. Electric, enigmatic, enticing, I tremble, overcome with pangs of heat. I feel an emotion so strong, immediate, lustful as I stand there in the darkness tingling with sensory overload. A desire so powerful, lively and exciting eventually reaches climax via a scream at the stage. Rather an underwhelming response to this unique seduction. And I realise I am one with the wet dark masses, screaming and pulsing in one frantic movement. Just another cog in this manufactured tantric machine. So I step back for a moment, for one hot, sticky second slide back to reality, sobered and collected, to tell myself this as I snort with laughter. I am nothing more than just another fan, and that god on the stage is nothing more than just another man. Time for a beer and a wee. My advice for creative people at the moment is make the most of it. 
This is actually a golden opportunity, I think, for creatives because we've been awarded all of this time where we don't have to work, we can stay at home, we can write more, we can focus on our creativity, we can work on honing that. Um, So now's the time to do it, I think, she says, after writing no poems whatsoever since being in isolation. You've been listening to An Isolation Diary with me, Rachel Lightfoot. If you'd like to find out more about my poetry, and if you'd like to watch my video diary, please search for Rachel Lightfoot on YouTube, or follow the link from my Twitter page where you can find me at at Rachel underscore L underscore poet. Probably should have come up with an easier Twitter handle, really. Sound design and music were Chris Gregory. This has been an Alternative Stories 2020 production for the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. Thank you for listening.